Here's some more exciting news about once-a-day Vulcan Class Low Sodium Chlorus Flower Fluoroflavin Philogestin Galbophase 2000. More and more doctors are getting busier and busier and finding it harder and harder to find the time to recommend once-a-day Vulcan Class Low Sodium Chlorus Flower Fluoroflavin Philogestin Galbophase 2000. But if they could, they would. Listen to what customers who've tried once-a-day Vulcan Class Low Sodium Chlorus Flower Fluoroflavin Philogestin Galbophase 2000 are saying. Help me! Oh, someone please help me! <laughs> okay, that was what they were saying before trying once-a-day Vulcan Class Low Sodium Chlorus Flower Fluoroflavin Philogestin Galbophase 2000. Now, here's what their reaction was after taking it. You hear that? Yes, they're finally sleeping peacefully. But how can I know if once a day Vulcan class low sodium chloroflavin 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 philogestin calbrophase 2000 is right for me? That's a good question. Thanks. Well, unless you hear otherwise, you can assume that once a day Vulcan class low sodium chloroflavin fluoroflavin philogestin galbophase 2000 is right for you. Great. Yep. But shouldn't I check with my doctor? Well, sure, you can check with him. And then what happens after that? You get charged for a doctor's consultation fee when you know in your own head that once a day Vulcan class low sodium chloroflavin philogestin galbophase 2000 is what you ought to be taking in the first place. I like that. Well, sure. And that's why everyone should try once-a-day Vulcan class low sodium chlor- Hold it! What's the problem? I'll tell you what the problem is. I've tried the stuff. It does nothing. Well, look, I... It looks and it tastes exactly like water. Well, yeah. Uh, well, that's why people tolerate it so well. But I don't feel any different. Look. It's a scam. Hold it. Wait the a second. The stuff does not work. Hold And the fact... Can I say something here? Yeah. All right. Think how bad you might feel mm -hmm. if you hadn't started taking it. I never thought about it like that. I didn't think so. Sorry for spouting off. That's okay. You're just helping spread the good news. Thanks. Once a day, Vulcan class low sodium chlorus flower fluoroflavin philogestin galba phase 2000. Use only as produced and directed. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. It's love and time. I never really dug this band that much. A little yeah. esoteric for me. Uh, Pink Floyd. You remember them? Mm -hmm. I just thought the I thought the name was weird, and it was really rock and rolly for me. I wasn't. I mean, it sounds very innocuous now, but it sounded really out there and acidy yeah. and and trippy. heavy metal and trippy and. For me, growing up as a kid, that, that's, you know, I was listening to Bobby Sherman. I was listening to Donny Osmond. And, you know, Michael, those were the, and the Archies. <laughs> I was not Pink Floyd in it when I was a kid. Sugar.
Well, Pink Floyd had an album in 1973 called The Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, yep. And, uh, and, and th- this is old familiar ground for maybe a lot of people, but I don't think you and I ever talked about it. And I, it's something I'd always heard of. I read articles about it, but I never really looked at it very closely. Mm-hmm. And then in August of 1995, there was a... a newspaper in Indiana called the Fort Wayne Journal-Gazette, and they published the first mainstream media article about what they called the synchronicity between this album, Dark Side of the Moon, and the movie, The Wizard of Oz. Come on, Toto. Come on. Come on. Come on, Professor Marvel. And thanks a lot. <laughs> Just speaking the vernacular of the peasantry. Poor little kid. I hope she gets home all right. You ever yeah. heard about this? Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, I have, but I've never tested it. Never tested it out. It'd be kind of cool to do. But I thought the whole thing—that's the whole reason you would drop acid and do this—is because it was so trippy. Right on. And you had man. to, eat, and you had, yeah, man, and you had to turn the volume down on Wizard of Oz. You didn't have. This, right. That's the whole point. Is you had the volume down, play the movie and the song and the record at the same time, and it synced up with all the highs and lows of the movie. Exactly right, and, I, and so I thought, well, I'm going to try this. So I you got did. I got the Wizard of Oz on on uh, YouTube, and then I. I have the album, Dark Side yeah. of, of the Moon. Uh, and so I thought I tried to line them up. And then finally it occurred to me, wait a minute, why am I going to this trouble? It's probably on YouTube. The whole experiment is on YouTube. <laughs> of course it is. Now, yes. I, we didn't very, do a very good job of explaining this. I didn't. But the idea is that that album, The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, if you start it at right when the lion roars... <laughs> It seems to sort of line up scene by scene with scene changes and music changes on the album mm-hmm. in kind of a weird oddball sort of way mm-hmm. into the to the point which that you would figure it was intentional but uh, but it, and this is all the way through the movie there's like yeah. all the way to the end. Well, so. I don't know if it's quite to the end, but it's pretty far end of the movie. Wizard of Oz, of course, a 1939 film, and this Pink Floyd album comes out in 1973, and and uh, and and Pink Floyd members say, "No, nah, we didn't. No, nah, nah, that's but there's nothing to do with the Wizard of Oz. You guys are nuts. It's uh, just, but it is kind of weird how it seems to synchronize with the movie, yeah. and if it wasn't intentional, that makes it even weirder that it somehow works." Mm-hmm. So I sat down, and you can do this too. You go to go to the Wizard of Oz. I mean, go to YouTube, and and type in "Dark Side of the Rainbow," optimized, or you probably won't even get that far, and you'll see it come up. Yeah. And uh, and then go ahead and take a look at it. And if you're like me, you will be underwhelmed. You will go. Oh, really? You, yeah. You'll go. Uh, I guess it sort of lines up. I oh. I guess it sort of works. I mean, you oh. almost have to want it to to, oh. to work in a meaningful way. It doesn't. Oh, that makes me sad. Well, I don't know if it should make you sad or. 
well, raise an eyebrow, but it, it just, to me, I got so bored with it, I finally stopped playing it. We'll and, see. That that makes me sad because I thought I've never I've never ex- experimented with it or, or seen it done. So I've always just sort of carried that around in the back of my head as a little trivia nugget um, and yeah. thought, man, that's really that's really cool. And now you've totally made it uncool because it's sounds that's like my it's not- that's just my opinion. I would invite our listeners <laughs> just do that on, on YouTube and take a look. Uh, the music video mashup comes from a combination of the album title, the album cover, the film song, Over the Rainbow. Uh, but band members and everybody involved in making the album say, nope, the relationship mm-hmm. between the two works is merely a coincidence. So just take yeah. a look at it. I, okay. Something I didn't know we'd ever talked about on this podcast, and it doesn't need to be talked yeah. about farther than that. But I thought it was going to be way cooler than it was. Yeah. Well, now I'm not going to even I mean, look. You could no, probably not... put your Bobby Sherman album and your... Pretty and your little dog, too. Ah! Yeah, that kind of works. I'm taking the shade out of the sun. Hey, I wanted to, to um, follow up with something we talked about on the last podcast, uh, which was some of these gross. I don't TV remember shows. that last podcast, by the way. I was pretty drunk. I know, well, I was too, but I do remember that we talked about the uh, Dr. Pimple Popper, and I, I begged you to go watch the Tobro, and I just wanted to follow up and see if you looked at any of I those. Did. I did you look did? at the Tobro, <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, so tell me what you think. Uh, Isn't it disgusting? Yeah, it's disgusting, but it is It is <laughs> the same you. thing that makes us look at stuff. and I don't know how you can stand looking at that that toenail stuff oh i, I can't know. stand I mean, it i can't stand it turn it off turn it off and then you keep looking you keep looking yeah no it, the toe no, bro I is, don't. okay uh yeah the toe bro is is uh, a dactyl too far it's as simple as something that nobody knows it her eyes are as big as her bubbly toes on the feet of a queen of the hearts of the cards and her feet are all covered with towel balls and scars i have a couple of stories that i wanted to um, run by you. Um, this is out of the magazine that you turned me on two years ago called The Week, which is the best of U.S. and international media articles, which I just love. It's a compilation of... Hey, have you seen... I'm sorry to interrupt you. Have you seen those ads? And I've never responded to it, but they're ads on TV, cable channels mostly, and they're usually surrounding news programs uh, where there are these testimonials from people. I... I I would get the news, but I felt like I was only getting one side of the news. I've so seen, now I yes. subscribe to this. Yes. And I can't remember what it is. I but can't But it supposedly either. gives you the, the right and the left news and everything right. in between. Right. Well, in a sense, that's what this magazine, this very thin magazine that Lisa's talking about, called The Week, is is supposed to be about. It gives you opinion. I do love it. It's very condensed, it. so it's not exhaustive in any way, but it... It, it does give you a pretty good feel for what's going on in the news uh, nationally and internationally. And then a lot of pop cultural stuff, uh, reviews of movies, TV shows, and that kind of stuff. So it gives you a pretty good, it's a taste. It's not a complete meal, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do like it. One of my favorite features uh, in the magazine is 
first of all, the food and drink sec- section. <laughs> and then uh, the Only in America section I really love because yeah. these are re- just really ridiculous stories. And I, I'm sure you read this one because this just came out this last week. But I want to see if you can follow along with this. Okay. Because I, I had to read it like three times, and I'm not sure I still get it. Okay. A Michigan lawmaker has introduced a ban on the banning of bans of plastic bags. When the bans on the single-use plastic bags were sweeping through the nation back in 2016, Michigan lawmakers passed a law preemptively prohibiting any such ban. <laughs> now, the Democrat, there's a Democrat that wants to overturn that law and ensure that it is never re- reimposed. He says this, There was a push to, to ban, then they banned banning. And now we are banning the banning of banning. Oh, man. That's making my hair hurt. Stupid, stupid, stupid. You're stupid all the time. So, the best I can understand this is that first it all started with banning plastic bags. We're banning plastic bags. That's it. And then somebody else threw in a law, uh, a measure that said, wait a minute. We're gonna ban. We're gonna ban the bans. You can no longer do any bans on plastic bags. So they banned that ban, and now this third ban they've introduced is a ban on the banning of the bans of the plastic bags. You don't quit acting stupid. You're gonna mess up your worry mind. And so somebody was- voted for these people. <laughs> I know. Is in the only in America. You're drinking way too much liquor. Here's the here's another one that just killed me. Uh, there's a, a a North American church called the Satanic Temple. Oh, that sounds good. And this is uh, a church that was founded by atheists back in 2013, and it it really was started to kind of mock government officials. For favoring specific religions in terms of tax, you know there is uh, tax a tax breaks. There's a coastal spot in Washington, on the Washington yeah. coast, called Point No Point. Yeah, and I always uh, thought, I, know. I thought that's a perfect place <laughs> to have an atheist convention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. So uh, anyway, the. Uh, the IRS went ahead and awarded them a tax-exempt status this this past month. And so now this satanic church... Why don't we start a church so that we can get tax exemptions? This just, this infuriates me, makes my butt want to suck a lemon. A whole bag of lemons. Because... You can you can start any religion you want, and if you can if you can pass it through. I mean, this was the, I don't know if you ever read the book on Scientology, and and even the Mormon Church. But I mean, all of these these the, this property and real estate these churches hold is insane. Oh, I know. Hang on a minute. And, Hang on a minute. I'm, I'm something is chewing on the door to this room I'm in, and oh I think god. it's my little puppy. Let me, oh my god, I it's, hope it's, it's not the devil. <laughs> well, it sounds like he's being destructive. Hang on, I'm going to come Uh-oh. off the headphones oh, for a moment. I'm only going to walk a few feet across the room I hope he's see like, what's going on here. What are you doing? He's hey! T- what are you doing? No! What? Oh my god! What did he... Pat! Let me get him. Oh! I can't believe what he just did. 
Oh, this should be good. Oh, Let's man. see. I wonder what he... Uh-oh, Pat does not sound happy. So he either ate his he, wallet... Hang on, Lee. Or he, he ate... Or he's... He's trying to eat through the door. Maybe. Or the classic one... I'm back. <laughs> he chewed up his homework. Oh, man. Okay, so, so I've been speculating the entire the, the, the entire the entire time you were gone. I was speculating on what it was he chewed up. So he's, now we're all dying to find out. Well, he's chewing on the corner of uh, uh, the door. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, just off of the door. It's it's a a the kick. molding. Yeah, the molding trim. the molding, and he's chewed yeah. all the paint off of one end of it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I caught him before he uh, chewed our whole chewed. house down. I mean, termites <laughs> couldn't have done that much work uh, in uh, in a month oh, that he did in oh no my time. God. Okay. Uh, having said that, he's uh, he's steadily improving as a member of our house, and uh, but he's he's still kind of a monster. Yeah, that's, well, uh, he's a, that's he's a, the dog he's Oliver. A, He's a teenager, so yeah, he is. All right, okay. This, so there was, a, there, was an, there was another article or another piece in this in the week uh, uh, entitled. Uh, this is a short little blurb about faking it, and there was a study done by the Institute of Labor Economics that found that both males and wealthy people. Just I want you to get this: males and wealthy people are more likely to pretend to know what they're talking about when asked to discuss non-existent mathematical concepts like proper numbers and declarative functions and fractions. So they'll just pretend they'll fake it and say, yeah, oh, yeah, I know about that. Guys and, and the rich people do this. Well, now, wait a minute. If, what are you talking about, fractions? Like it's a non-existent mathematical yeah, there's no Topic? such thing as there's no such thing as declarative fractions. That is a made up. Oh, I didn't get the term. word declarative. Okay. Declarative fractions or proper numbers. So they were they were these terms were thrown at them, and they're like, oh yeah, I know all about declarative fractions. Oh God, I practically invented them. There, that doesn't exist. So the point is that would guys, those people be inclined to say nobody knows more about declarative <laughs> fractions than I do? <laughs> yeah. Would they use possibly. it? Would they say it in that way? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Which brings me to my final little blurb, and that is President Trump uttered his 10,000th, 10,000th false or misleading statement. It's a new record! Of his presidency this last week in May, or the first week in May of 2019, if you're listening to this podcast way in the future. Uh, so the Washington Post fast, fact checkers. Uh, did all of the, the 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 totaling of these, and he has averaged 23 false statements a day, including such whoppers as claiming that his border wall is already being built, which we know is a lie. So I just thought that was interesting. He he well, hit 10,000. 10, yeah. Well, he he's also recently said that uh, uh, doctors and uh, and associates will pull babies out of women's wombs yes. and then decide whether or not to kill them yeah 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 and yeah. and and i guess the the most disturbing part of that kind of ridiculous tale is that it was not called out by republicans and it wasn't called out by democrats either so There's this just, is like pat 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 
Pat, there's just too much to keep track That's of. It. We cannot. We cannot. It's just impossible. You got to let some of them. It's like let let's say somebody had a a tennis ball machine, right? And they loaded that sucker full of tennis balls and they put it on fast. There's no way you're going to be able to swing and hit every single one of them. A few are going <laughs> to have to go by. <laughs> well, I know, but uh the yeah i mean the pure deluge alone makes it impossible to keep up but that one was particularly egregious and ridiculous and yet basically there it went he maybe it's where he said it and he was in a rally in green bay wisconsin apparently and uh he got away yeah. with that one but yeah i i you know and i i we we try not to go down this road but at some point, there's got to be a day of reckoning for people who said, "Yeah, he's okay." You know, you got to call balls and strikes on this president. He mm-hmm. says some things that are not true, but you know, he's mm-hmm. doing a lot. The economy's going great. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Why did that become okay mm-hmm. to tell one lie, much less the ten thousand that you talked about? Because is- because it's it's not it's not the individual lies or the or the transgressions or the cheating or the any of that. It's all about getting what you want and if if a voter thinks that he, that this particular president is going to preserve some sort of lifestyle for them or do something monetarily for them or spiritually in terms of religion those are things that people hold to a higher standard and are willing to overlook all the other garbage that happens in order to attain that stuff I, I'm serious. I've read the, there are there's articles and books that speak to this. The rest of us shaking our heads, saying, "Why don't you guys get it?" It's because we don't get it. <laughs> we don't get it. No, I'm it's tr- true. I'm, no, everybody, you know, whatever it is, forty percent of half of the country, they're not all dumb. They're they're, they're right, coming exactly. from someplace else. Exactly. They're either they feel aggrieved. They feel like every mm-hmm. the elite uh, was. Mm-hmm was uh, screwing them over whatever it may be and so yeah, you know you're willing absolutely. to i i just feel like this is a house listen i equate it to a guy who's coming to a house and he's torn it down he's tearing things down a lot of things that were very good mm-hmm. not that there weren't parts of the house that needed to be fixed or replaced right. and all of that but he's ripping the whole place down and when it's all said and done i feel like this is not a house that's going to be be able to be Re, uh, repaired, it will probably have to largely be rebuilt in a lot of ways. I don't know if you've seen any of the interviews uh, this week. Again, this is the week of May. Uh, the Howard, Howard Stern has a new book coming out, or, yeah. or it's already out. And he, he says, because he's, he's a friend of Trump's, or was a friend, and had him on his show quite a few times, and he claims that he knows for a fact that Trump ran for president just as a publicity stunt. Yeah. I, I saw those interviews where he has said this, and I, I rather believe that would be so. It was another... It was the ultimate self-promotion. Of course, uh, let's let's run. What, let's see, I can't be Pope because uh, mm-hmm. I'm just that, I'm not Catholic. Uh, although right. that wouldn't leave me out of the running necessarily. What can I do? And uh, and th- this book I've alluded to a couple of weeks ago called "The Fifth Risk" by Michael Lewis. That is, of course, the opening part of the mm-hmm. book is the stunned look, the silence 
when Pennsylvania was called during the 2016 election, and it was just uh, it was just demonstrably clear that this isn't what we were planning on. We weren't planning mm-hmm. on getting elected. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to complain about how everything was rigged when I didn't get elected, and I wanted to carry on and maybe start this cable network and all of this. Mm-hmm. This was not what I planned on. Mm-hmm. But since then, he's kind of really kind of embraced it. And it oh, yeah. I, love, I love the power of this. This is great. Oh, no kidding. He has never been talked about more in his life than he has in the last three years. And that's what he craves. And he doesn't care if it's good or it's bad. All right, enough about that. Uh, what, what else is on your mind? Well, I wanted to catch you up with, uh, as I was saying earlier, my operation, Who's My Daddy? I started this back in, I think, October of last year, and I talked with you about it on the podcast because I don't know who my father is. My mother um, had me out of wedlock. <gasps> I know, shameful. <gasps> she was sent <gasps> She was sent to a home for un- <gasps> unwed mothers. <laughs> I'm starting to get dizzy. <laughs> Do they still have those? I guess they not might. anymore. I no, I would be shocked. Well, they don't. If they, I, did. they don't call them that, I suppose. Anymore. The home for unwed mothers. So yeah, she was shipped off to have me back in nineteen. I don't remember driving down the street and seeing a big sign that says "Home yeah. for Unwed Mothers." Yeah. Open. So I started to look up and do. Did you ever do the Ancestry dot com or the One Two Three Me? The you know the DN the DNA testing heritage. There's a ton of different companies out there where you spit into a tube and you mail it in, and they tell you if you have um, if you're Indian or French or whatever. No, I've Did never done do it. I've I've stuck my toe in the water, but as soon as they start, you know, they will get you a little ways into the water, and then they say, okay, now. It's going to cost you this much to get into the deep end. Yeah. And so then I always bail out. Yeah. And I must say that in my family, we have done a, collectively a pretty good job of tracking ourselves back at least four or five generations. Hey, but, Kat, can, can you hold on just a second? I, I'll be right back. Hold on. Sorry, don't hang up. I don't know what to, to do. It's kind of rude when someone goes off mic right in the middle of a podcast. You think they could just stop down. Rather than let this interruption be a part of the podcast, it seems absurd, really. Uh, maybe I could tell a joke while she's gone. Maybe just a quick one. Let me see what I've got here. Uh, how about this one? Mildred was a 93 year old woman who was despondent over the recent death of her husband, Earl. So she decided she was going to knock herself off and join him in death. Thinking that it would be best to get it over with quickly, she took out Earl's old army pistol and made the decision to shoot herself in the heart since it was so badly broken in the first place. While not wanting to miss this vital organ and become a vegetable and a burden to someone, she called her doctor's office to inquire. She said, Doctor, just exactly where is the heart located? Well, the doctor says, Well... On a woman, your heart would be just below your left breast. Later that night, Mildred was admitted to the hospital with a bullet wound 
in her left knee. Okay, well now that is a, that's an ageist joke. It is probably a bit of a so uh, sorry. sexist joke, and I apologize for using it, but at least it I'm covers sorry. this period I'm of time. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm uh, sorry. You're, you're going to have to, I'm so sorry. I just had to run to the bathroom. Like, I mean, it just oh, hit me. Oh, I'm I th- so <laughs> sorry. You know, the podcast is still going. I know. Do you I'm want, sorry, but do you, you, do you want this to be out. included in the podcast? <laughs> Well, I was gone for quite some time. Yeah, you were. It just, it just uh, I, hit. It I covered hit it. Me. I did a uh, a short devotional, uh, okay. a prayer, I, and I uh, might have to run again. So and we some need to, inspirational we need work. To get going okay, here. let's go. Now you were saying uh, that you uh, <laughs> you come so from sorry. a long line of weak bladdered people. <laughs> well, that wasn't what was weak. No, I. Uh... Uh, no, I had to run it for another reason. I okay, just... you know, you could have left it at that when I said the weak bladder people part. I knew someday that you were bound to come. Woman on the run. So anyway, so Operation Who's My Daddy. So Ancestry.com <laughs> brings go, up, go ahead. You've, you've met my Aunt Pam. You know my Aunt Pam. Yes, yeah. So and I she, love her cooking spray. She is on. Uh, she did the DNA test, so she and I are a close family. I have no, I have no, for people who don't know, I have no brothers and sisters. I have no children. I have no parents. I pretty much am the cheese stands alone. So she, of course, pops up very at the highest part of my list here of close family. Close family. She and I share a, a bunch of DNA across a bunch of segments. All right. So she's my aunt. We know that for a fact. Okay. Then this woman, this woman out of the blue shows up very close to my aunt and says that this is also close family and that her DNA and mine that are shared across all these segments could mean one of several things. Listen to this. 94% chance that this woman is my grandparent. 94% chance she could be my grandchild. 94- wait, 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 wait. The woman, there, there's a chance that this woman could be both your grandparent and your grandchild? No, one of the two. Or she could be my aunt and uncle or my niece or nephew or my half-sibling. Or a cow. So, so what the point is, t- what it's telling us is that we're so high that the percentage of the time that people share this much DNA have one of these relationships. She's either my grandparent, my grandchild, my uncle, niece, nephew, half sibling. She and I were both born in 1961. I'm pretty sure we're not. She's not my grandparent. She's not, she's not my grandchild. Yeah. She's not my aunt. She's not my uncle. She's not my niece. She's not my nephew. So we're all we're thinking is perhaps she's my half sister. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of strange. So I finally had a call a, t- a call with her. Uh, we're trying to unravel who but, our I mean, father... If, you, if you're both, both born in 1961, could she be a twin that your mother never told you about? <laughs> no, because it doesn't say that on this list. It only says okay. half-sibling. I was it trying to make like- it for a better story. It sounds like we have the same father. Although, which brings me, I think we talked about this before. Have you seen the documentary, Three Identical Strangers? Uh, No, I've heard about it. Oh, my God. You have got to run out and get that. It is. Okay, see you later. 
What? Not yet. Come back. Three identical strangers. That yeah, very back. thing happened. That very thing happened. So you go watch that documentary. Okay, it's here rather, I go. It, it's rather not now. It's rather heartbreaking okay, I'm at back. the end. It's rather heartbreaking at the end, but it is it is just such a fantastic story that is boy, talk about coincidence. It's crazy. So you think she I should I, run out right now and go? No, 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 no. Okay. Later, All definitely right. put it. I'm serious though. Definitely okay. put that on your list. Three identical strangers is an absolutely is phenomenal storytelling, and heartbreaking at the same time. So she and I got on the phone yesterday. Finally, after months. Oh, you did. Yes, we got on the phone because we're trying to unravel this mystery of who our father is. I don't know who my dad is. I've got some guy on my birth certificates, different from some guy on a child support letter. We don't know. We have no idea. So wow. she tells me that her mom gets pregnant by this. And she, her mom lived in the same area that my mother lived in. Oh, my gosh. And she said that this guy that her mom was dating, she broke up with him and found out she was pregnant after she broke up with him. And the guy was so despondent that after her mother broke up with him that he went and dated a bunch. And I'm using dated in quotes. Can you see my air quotes? Yes. He, he ran around and dated a bunch of other women. And we might have a third sister out there because this guy apparently just ran around with his pants off, nailing everything he could find <laughs> in 1960 just because he was mad. And so I guess he just has like a bunch of, of you know, what, do, what would you call it? Revenge children out there. I mean, you so, could you could number in the dozens, if not the hundreds. You don't know, know how right? randy never, this guy was. You never know. Could have been very so, prolific. So we're we're trying to sort this out if this is the guy. And and by the way, this guy is not the guy on my birth certificate, and he's not the guy on the child support letter either. So he's just another guy hmm. that came up all because this woman showed up on my DNA match on Ancestry.com. Well, now, Ancestry.com is very limited in kind of what they can do with that DNA stuff. But there is another site called GEDmatch.com. This is the DNA site. Those that... match high school students. No, 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 no. This is who... I know. This is who the police use to uh, do DNA testing for cases that they're trying to um, solve. Yeah. So this is the actual site that... that that they use. So you take your Ancestry.com DNA results, you download them to your computer, and then you upload them to, to, to this GEDmatch.com. So she and I both did that yesterday, and now we have to wait several weeks till all the little computing gets finished and it spits out a thing and says, here's your daddy. So it's very exciting. Have you, <laughs> have you exchanged uh, photos of yourself to see if yeah. there are physical similarities? Yeah, very, very similar. Really? Yeah. Wow. It kind of makes me cry a little bit. You yeah, know? It's, that's astounding. Are, do you feel good yeah. about this, or are you, are I, you ambivalent about it, or what do you think? I think I'm a lot of things. I think you can hold a lot of different emotions about something at the same time. So it's 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 exciting. It's um it's a little sad. It's I I don't know. I don't know if we'll have a relationship. I I you know I don't know. If that means we should have, should I have a relationship with her because she's my half sister? I don't know. Do you, um, do you talk? I don't so even, you've talked on the phone. We talked yesterday. It's the first time we talked. This we talked is kind for of hard 45, to determine. Is that the first time you've talked? 
first time we talked on the phone was yesterday. Huh. We talked for 45 minutes. So now this is kind of hard to discern, I, I'm sure. But did you get anything like, hey, that's just like me. Hey, that's what I would have said. I mean, did you see anything a little bit. in terms of your personalities or, you know, the conversation yeah. that, that says, hey, yeah, I, yeah, she was I recognize super, something here. She was super chatty. That's me. She was, um, she, she swears like a sailor. That's me. She uh, laughed easily. That's me. So, I, yeah, I mean, we, we had a wow. very lovely conversation. Now, you know, um, you, 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 will, you will try to uh, it, it, take characteristics from her and say, I mean, you're ignoring the things about her that are not at all similar. <laughs> Exactly. So, so you want to be careful about that. But. Exactly, yeah. And and I think going back to this documentary I'm talking about, Three Identical Strangers, that's another, just exactly what you said there is an element of them finding each other, by the way. So um, so I don't know. I um, she still lives in the Bay Area. I don't even know if the fa if if it is our father if he's still alive. Um, I was talking to my aunt yesterday, and she said, "Do you think he's somebody you'd want to meet and have a relationship?" And I said, "You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think I, you do. I I'm guess just to to satisfy that." curiosity i might try to connect with him and meet him but i don't know that i'd want to have a relationship don't you think it's a little late he's got to well, be 112 by now no well what would he be would he be in his 80s so he we don't was know. he was so you do that you're better at math than me he was three years older than my mother my mother had me when i was night had me when she was 19 oh. so he'd be he was 22 at the time right yeah. 21, 22. So roughly he's now 60. So he was born in 39. He's not 60. Oh, 39. Well, how'd you know when he was born? Okay. So because I see we, where you're going. Okay. She knows all this. She knows all of this about so this So he'd guy. be 80. He would be 80. If this is 2019 and he's born in 1939, that's 80. Okay. Okay. He could still be around. He could still be around. But what if Still he's impregnating sure? people. <laughs> Still mad. He's still, <laughs> still mad, mad about getting dumped. Yeah. But I just thought the whole thing was fascinating the, to hear her side of the story about a man I've never heard of, I have no clue about, that could possibly be my father. It's just, it, it kind of blows my mind. It actually made me a little tired yesterday thinking about all of it. Well, it's, so, it's, pretty, it's pretty dang cool, actually, because coming, coming uh, you know, after all these years and all of that, uh, and the yeah. people that could verify this guy exactly. would are not around anymore. Right. My yeah. mother took that secret with her to the to her grave. Her mother's she died. gone too. No, her mother is not gone. Oh. But let me let me add one more wrinkle to the whole thing. So she gets this DNA test done. My half sis, alleged half sister. Yeah. And um, apparently had met her her father, who's supposed to be my father, and he had said to her. You know, I might not be your dad. I'm just saying, you know, your mom, she liked the boys. So now she went back to her mother and said, are you, is there anything that you need to tell me? You're absolutely sure that this is the guy. And the, her mom says, well, now there might be one other guy out there that it could be, but I'm pretty sure it's this other guy. So we, so she and I are now both dealing with, we are not exactly sure who our dad is, but here's the thing we do know. Whoever our father is, is the same guy. It has to be. We have a 94% match. It has wow. to be. Well, you're starting to 
close Isn't that in. Weird. I yeah. know. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, is, and, and uh, I might this, have a th- I might have a third sister out there. I don't this know. This is a cart before the horse, but have you thought about, uh, you know, meeting up at some point? I think I would like to. I just want to verify it. That's the one reason I didn't want to get excited and find out that no, that that maybe the ancestry made a mistake or whatever. So that's why I'm running. We, she and I both decided to run both our results through this GED match um, site, uh, which is a much better. Uh, tool for dis- determining this stuff than to get too excited. Yeah, but yeah I, get, I if, get you. If it turns out we are and we still don't know who our dad is, um, I, I think I will go meet her. Yeah. And there might be an aha thing where you you have, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but you might have some piece of uh, as, some object in your house or some photograph in your house and that mm-hmm. that she could compare to something she found and then you that would be like, that confirms it. Look at that, or whatever right. it might be, yeah, uh, which I you could know. further down the road if you both I, meet up. I doubt it because uh, it's pretty clear that this was just a one night standish sort of thing. This is not a man that my mother ever talked about. What, are, what if it of. was the same night? the deal she was born july 3rd 1961 i I was born july 24th 1961 i know that's what i mean it could have been the same night and then (laughs) that's just disgusting i I know but but she's my older sister so um she's wiser so you should listen to her yeah exactly so apparently my mom was at the end of the night he got her at the end of the night. So. Well, you know, as they say in the biz, uh, we got a hard out here. I yeah, know you've got yeah. to go do something. Can I we gotta do go. a quick joke here? Let's do a joke. All right. Here we go. And that is great. Keep us up to date on that story. I will. I just, I just think it's in, so interesting. Uh, an American went to live in the Shetland Islands. Do you know where those are? Um, That's where they got the little ponies. Yo, uh, Europe? Yeah. Yeah, it's in it's uh, the uh, in the Britain. Yeah. Ah. Oh. I oh. Think that's right. Yes. And, and so. Hip hip. An American went to live in the Shetland Islands. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's okay. Funny. So he went to live there, and he bought a house in the middle of nowhere, and he lived there for three months, and he didn't see anybody. And one day there was a knock on the door. He opens the door, and there's a howling gale outside. I mean, the wind is just blowing. And there's somebody standing at the door, and it's it's a six-foot-four Shetlander with a dirty old sweater and a huge beard, and the guy says, <laughs> I'm here to welcome you to the Shetland Islands. Guy, The American says, Wow, hi, it's a... really nice to see you. Yes, and I'm here to invite you to a party. Well, I've been here for three months on my own, and I haven't seen a soul. I'd be delighted to come to a party. All right, but I have to warn you. It'll be a wild Shetland party. There's gonna be drinking. Well, that's okay. I like a little drop of scotch now and again. I can hold my own with the best of them for drinking. 
Oh, I forgot to mention also, there's going to be some wild Shetland dancing. Ah, uh, well, when I was in college, I was considered very light on my feet. Oh, but there's going to be a fight. There's always a fight. Well, actually, when I was in the military, I was the unit boxing champion, so I think I can hold my own. And then, there's going to be sex. Wild Shetland sex. Why, there might be sex twice in the same night. You never know. <laughs> that could be my daddy. The guy says, well, <laughs> gee, a lot of sex, huh? Yes. Well, I've been here for three months and I haven't seen a soul, so a little bit of that wouldn't be out of the question either. What should I wear? Oh, just come the way you are. It's just going to be you and me. <laughs> Tonight you're mine completely You give your love so sweetly Tonight the light of love is in your for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. <laughs>